Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Hope Life Podcast, a podcast that allows you to hear the hearts of Hope Church pastors and leaders through real conversations about life, ministry, vision, and goals, or some of the exciting ways that God is working through their specific ministry or congregation. This is a great resource for our church family, and we're so glad that you're taking the time to listen to today's episode. Hopefully, we will all leave today's conversation more inspired to passionately follow Jesus and make Him visible as together we live the hope life. Well, it's been a long time since you've heard me say the words, welcome to this episode of the Hope Life Podcast. Uh, We have been incredibly inconsistent. And it's because this has been a season when it's really been difficult to focus on anything beyond the absolute necessities. It's strange, but COVID-19 for churches and for church staff has made things busier than ever, which seems like that would be the opposite, but that's actually the case. Uh, So we've been really busy here at Hope Church, a lot of great things happening Uh, a lot of churches being planted. Uh, That's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, This is a season when we're being told the church is supposed to be in decline. But instead of being in decline, uh, God has chosen to make this a season of flourishing. And right now, we've got some of the greatest churches we've ever been privileged to plant being planted right now. So that is an incredible thing. Uh, Just think about it. The gospel is going to be advanced. Uh, God's church is not going under. Uh, I've always loved the verse, and I especially love the verse now, that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. And most of the time, when people hear that, they think about the church withstanding hell's attack, that we're always on the defensive. But when you study that verse, it actually implies that we are to be on the offensive. So we are charging the gates of hell, knowing that they will never prevail against the church. Uh, That is an amazing encouragement. And so today um, on this episode, we just want to let you know exactly what's been happening uh, during this season of COVID-19, which has been an extended season. Uh, We thought it was only going to last for weeks, and now here we are nearing a year later and our lives are still not what they were before. Uh, Any semblance of normalcy seems to have been lost somewhere in the fray, and this has lasted so much longer than any of us ever dreamed that it would. But uh, we want to talk to you about the fact that uh, good things are happening, and uh, God is a God who's able to bring beauty from the ashes. I've always told people, you know, a rose stem is brown and thorny and not attractive at all. But how incredible is it that God has chosen to put the most beautiful flower uh, that grows from the most unlikely place? And so we just believe that God has great plans uh, for us during this season and beyond this season. And so joining me today, to talk about uh, what's happening and some moves that we're making that we believe are going to make us more effective, not only as Hope Church here in Danville, but that we're actually going to have the opportunity to see more of our churches be effective 
And the gospel demands that. The gospel deserves that. And uh, we want to be an effective church. Uh, so joining me today is Pastor Clint Connor. How's it going, Clint? Going really well. I uh, hope things are going well for you, too. Hey, it's actually a good day. Uh, we're getting ready for Thanksgiving. What do you guys do for Thanksgiving? Well, we have kind of a odd tradition that has developed over the last few years. Uh, we actually go out to eat on Thanksgiving with my parents. Uh, I'm not really sure what that'll look like this year because of COVID, but uh, so our tradition is we would usually get, uh, get together with them and actually go out instead of, you know, doing the traditional Thanksgiving meal at home since it's just, um, you know, us and my mom and dad. Well, after paying the bill, buying all of the food that we just bought for Thanksgiving um, and knowing all the work that's going to go into it and then all the cleanup, that actually sounds like a pretty appealing idea. Um, it must work pretty well for you guys. Uh, who knows? We may be there one day. Uh, but as for right now, I think we bought the biggest turkey in the whole freezer and uh, hopefully nobody else has to go to the grocery store because by the time we were finished, I'm not really sure there's enough left for anybody else to have any kind of Thanksgiving at all. Yeah, we may have to rethink our Thanksgiving plans this year because of COVID. I'm not really sure. So we'll have to see what that looks like. Hey, go buy some ribeyes and some baked potatoes and uh, all the fixings for a salad and uh, start a new tradition. Have have steaks and all that for Thanksgiving. That sounds pretty good. That sounds like a pretty good Thanksgiving tradition. I think I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Get one of those big 12-ounce ribeyes and, and lay that thing down on the grill. That's that's never a bad day. No, not at all. Uh, well, today, uh, Clint, we're going to be talking about uh, not only what's happening in your life so that people will know where you are, but we're also going to be talking about your role in the life of Hope Church. Uh, so why don't you tell everybody what's been going on in your life over the last few weeks and how God brought some clarity uh, for you and then how that's going to not only impact Hope Church Danville, but the entire family of Hope Church. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, so for, uh, I guess it's probably about five weeks ago, uh, we um, had moved into a, a different ministry position. Um, I had recently accepted the role as a lead pastor at a at a local church about you know forty five minutes from Danville, and then, um, but it was going to be a revitalization. Um, at least that's kind of what I was thinking going in, and um, we just kind of felt like that we believe God was was leading us in that direction. But um, about I guess you know three or four weeks in, which is it's crazy to say that that soon. Uh, I just really began to have some some strong doubts that we were really where we were supposed to be. And it was something that, um, even though it's been a short time, something I've really been wrestling with uh, pretty pretty heavy and pretty seriously over these last few weeks. And um, just got to the place where um, God just really made it clear that um, that wasn't what we were supposed to, to be doing. And some things just kind of transpired that kind of confirmed that as well in, uh, in our life and in our heart. And, and so I, you and I had talked a, a little bit over the last couple of weeks and had just come to the place where I really believe that we had, um, 
I guess you could say made a mistake, made an error. And we, uh, that was just not where, where we needed to be. And, um, through a lot of prayer and through a lot of wrestling, um, just come to realize that, uh, maybe that might be in the cards down the road, or maybe God will open the door again for that at some point. But, um, just came to the, the realization that, um, Hope Church is where we need to be. Hope Church is is where we need to call home, and Hope Church is uh, definitely where I believe that that God wants us to be, and God wants to use us in that way. And so, um, we uh, I guess you could say, or uh, even though we didn't really leave Danville, or we didn't you know completely leave, uh, I guess you could say we're you know officially that we're we're going to be back. We're going to be you know. Uh, part of the Hope Church family serving, and uh, we just believe that's what, what God would have us to do, that this is where home is for us. And Clint, I was really glad uh, to hear that. Uh, I know our entire family here was glad to hear that. And, you know, I really admire you for for having the fortitude and the courage to say, you know, this is not this is not right this is not going to be right for me because, you know, Clint, you've been in ministry long enough now. You could have faked it and you could have just stayed there, which would have meant that you wouldn't be growing in the way that you were supposed to and the church wouldn't be growing in the way that they were supposed to, but you would have known how to fake it. And so I really appreciate that you were that you were genuine and authentic enough to say, you know, this is not this is not what God's will is for my life. And, uh, you know, there's there have been tons of times in my life that I've pursued different things or thought different things or felt different things. And then, you know, maybe once you're into it or you're trying to move in that direction, God, God brings clarity. And, you know, we can't determine when he brings clarity. We we only know that we're supposed to respond when he does. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like you said, it would have been really easy to kind of fake it and go along with it because uh, in ministry, you know, I think after you've been in it for a number of years, you kind of learn, you know, I guess how to do that and what that looks like, sadly to say. But uh, it just came to a point for me um, personally that, you know, I hate to kind of, for lack of a better way to word it this way, but when you know, you know. and. I, I just couldn't get away from that, that, uh, God had just made that abundantly clear that, um, that I, I knew and that obviously that was where we did not, you know, we didn't need to be there. And, and, uh, I just felt like the sooner we can correct that and we can fix that and move on, the be- the better it is for us spiritually, the better it is for, uh, for them spiritually, the better it is for, for all of us, uh, in the long run. Well, um, Clint, one of the reasons I'm really excited uh, that God brought clarity uh, for you, for Tangi, and for the family, uh, right now, Hope Church is in a season of unprecedented growth. Uh, we're seeing more churches planted than, than we could have imagined. So right now... <laughs> We're seeing a Hope Church planted in Tabor City, North Carolina. That's with Pastor Nate Watts. And by the way, 
I don't want to get ahead of him because I'll need to talk to him on the Hope Life podcast. But right now, some big things are happening for Pastor Nate in Tabor City that holds the possibility of this church plant moving forward in a bigger way uh, than we could have even imagined early on. And so, you know, Pastor Nate's been working with uh, the North Carolina Southern Baptist, and uh, they've really come alongside of him. And he's been doing a ton of uh, preparation for this church plant. I couldn't be more excited about that. Nate and his wife, Samantha, and the kids, what a great family. Those are the kind of people, Clint, that you thank God that you get to do ministry with. Don't you agree with that? Absolutely. And uh, I think the world of of Nate, he's um, someone that I've had the privilege of knowing for several years now and actually got connected with through a you know a pastoral network that you were a part of many years ago. And um, I just love that now he and I get to do ministry together as a part of the family of Hope Church. Yeah, it's exciting. And then uh, Hope Church, Reedsville. Uh, we've got Paul. Uh, he's going to be planting there. And um, Paul has an extensive history in ministry. He's been serving at a church in Greensboro, North Carolina called Mercy Hill on their pastoral staff for a long time. Um, Paul is just a great man uh, who's really compassionate. He's passionate about God's word. He um, he understands first impressions ministry probably better than anyone on our entire team. He's been, you know, head over first impressions ministry at Mercy Hill now for a long time. And I'm excited about having Paul as a part of our family as well. I know he has a huge heart for Reedsville, and we're just believing that God is going to do great things there. Uh, that's pretty exciting. And then Stoneville, Hope Church, Stoneville, North Carolina. Uh, Pastor Jason, who is a great man, uh, he's, a, he's a scholarly guy. It's obvious that he loves to study God's Word. And really excited about that location. And then Hope Church Blacksburg is growing. By the way, Clint, this is hot off the press. This is breaking news. I wish we had like some big crescendo of music or something uh, so I could do some breaking news. But Pastor Jay and the family in Blacksburg found out today that they're going to be able to stop meeting at the Blacksburg Community Center, and they're going to be able to start meeting in a church building which will allow them a lot more freedom, a lot more liberty, a lot more room. They can start advertising, and they've been growing like crazy without advertising. That uh, is amazing. Imagine. Yeah, it really is. It's great, great, great news because, you know, with coronavirus and then the city of Blacksburg, they've just been constantly put under restriction after restriction after restriction, and now they're going to be freed from the chains of all of that. So that's an exciting thing. That's really awesome. And uh, it's been really cool to watch how they have even grown in the midst of COVID and some of the challenges they've faced. And uh, I'm really excited that, you know, this has been open for them because I think I think they have the potential to really see, you know, some serious explosion and, and growth uh, in the community they're in based on, you know, what they've already been seeing happening. Right. And then uh, right now uh, we're in conversation about um, Hope Church in Withville, Virginia. Uh, there's just a lot happening, Clint. We're we're ten locations now 
as these new churches get planted and the likelihood of being 11 is actually on the horizon. And then I got a call yesterday from a pastor that you and I both love a lot. And uh, he's actually wanting to have a conversation about them partnering with the family of Hope Church. So there is a lot happening. And I think, you know, being 10 locations, being 11 locations, that's overwhelming. There aren't many churches in the nation that that have that many church locations. And so it's it's pretty intimidating. Do you agree with that? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I remember, of course, you remember back to when it was one location and then two. But, you know, when I uh, first came on board years ago, it was three locations. And so uh, it's been really cool to see how God has grown the family through the years. And uh, it is kind of intimidating to think about, you know, from Danville, Virginia, that we've been able to plant 10, you know, different locations and and see that it's just amazing to think about. Yeah, you know, I remember hearing my dad preach years ago and uh, he would make this statement in this message, who but God can do such things as these. And that's our story because when you look at our budget and when you look at our location, when you look at our human resources, it really doesn't make sense. No, absolutely. I mean, it's it's crazy to think about what we've seen God accomplish uh, when you think about how small our budget is compared to other churches that are this size or um, all the things that you know other churches might have that maybe we, we don't. Uh, and like you said, the only thing we can say is that this is something that God has done. Absolutely. Did you ever think that we would be planting a church in Forsyth County, Georgia, with a great guy like Craig Samples. In fact, you know, if I'm honest, I didn't even know there was a Forsyth County, Georgia, until I met Craig. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Craig is an amazing guy. I was just sharing with uh, you know someone the other day how the more I've gotten to know Craig, how much I really like him, and I'm just really excited about us, you know, being able to work together and serve together. Yeah, Craig is one of those guys who just fits in to our family. It's like he's been here all along. Man, that guy loves to give people a hard time. Um, he loves to joke about as good as anybody I've been around in a long time. The good thing is I think he he can take it just as well as he can dish it out. So he's been a great addition. He fits right in. And I know that as the family of Hope Church gets to hear his heart and get to know um, he and his family, I know they're going to really love the Samples family as as a whole. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to to getting to to meet uh, you know, his family and more of the people in Forsyth and uh just be able to to be around him some more. And um I think he's gonna be a great addition and I think uh he'll be a great great fit for uh, Hope Church in general. Yeah, I agree with that. And so Clint, you just hinted a little bit about the about one of the big ministry roles that you're going to be living into. Um, now that God has allowed you to continue to be a part of our church family. I don't think a lot of people know this, but Clint was a missionary. So he and Tangy and the family, they traveled all over America on deputation, raising support. Uh, Clint not only was a missionary, but Clint was a lead pastor. 
And then Clint has a lot of other gifts and talents as well. And so when Clint came and talked about, you know, feeling like he was supposed to just be here at Hope Church and and that this family was his family, we immediately started talking about the fact that with Hope Church now having so many different locations, that there's going to have to be someone who takes care of those other locations to make sure they get the resources they need, that they have the conversations they need to be able to have, that they have a contact point. And so, Clint, you're going to be living into that. Can you just describe for everyone how how that's already being lived into and what you envision God doing through this this role that, that you're going to be taking on, which is a huge role? Um, yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's definitely going to be a, a huge role because uh, I'm going to kind of, I guess, be the, if you want to say, the point person that'll uh, connect all these other locations back to us here in Danville and helping to uh, kind of acclimate them to the culture uh, of Hope Church and how we do things and who we are in our DNA. And so um, this is is definitely going to be a huge challenge, a uh, huge undertaking, because the more we grow, um, the more it's going to involve you know, me being able to build relationships with uh, the churches, their teams, um, as we talked about, even traveling there to uh, work with them, to, to help them with things, whether it be, you know, from teaching DNA to even, you know, doing a video uh, or a web their website or, or whatever it may be. Um, so, yeah, a lot of my role is going to be um, being in constant communication and contact with, with all these guys and their teams to find out, you know, how we can better serve them and better keep them connected to um, Hope Church as a whole. And um, that's one of the things I know we've talked about a lot over the years is how do we keep everybody better connected to uh, what's going on in the Hope Church family as a whole, uh, not just in Danville or in Halifax, but for us to be able to connect everybody everywhere. So it's truly a, you know, a network uh, or a family. Yeah, that's really exciting because, you know, we've, we've not done a great job at this because, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you take one step and then you see the next step and then you see the next step. And so, you know, there are times when you just have to say, you know, Hey, we, we didn't understand that this was going to be necessary. We didn't understand that this was going to be needed. But now that we're here in this place, we see, you know, what needs to happen next. And, I want to see us be more cohesive. I want to see us, you know, be more aligned because I know that's going to benefit all of us. And so, Clint, I feel great about the fact that you're going to be the guy who's going to be, uh, who's going to have your hands on the steering wheel of that arm of this ministry because you know Hope Church DNA as good as anybody. You know the resources and the materials as good as anybody. As a matter of fact, let me ask you this question about the DNA. What What is it about the DNA of Hope Church that that you love or appreciate most, uh, that part of our, our DNA or who we are that speaks to you most? Um, for me, I think it's, and, and I will try to word this as, as close as I can to the actual wording, but for me, um, the one thing that always stood out to me over the years has been that we roll away the stones that keep people from experiencing uh, the power of Jesus. Because 
of the background I came from and that you, you came from, uh, there were a lot of stones that were, I think, in the way of me experiencing true life transformation, um, not necessarily speaking of salvation, but just the freedom that there is in Jesus. And uh, that's always been one of the things that I have really appreciated and loved is the fact that we intentionally try to remove things that would be a hindrance to someone experiencing true freedom in Christ and life change that comes about uh, through the gospel, through our sanctification. And for me, that's probably been, um, I think, one of the the biggest points uh, about Hope Church that has always stood out to me and uh, that I personally, I guess you could say in my walk with Christ, have really tried to implement that to, to work in my own walk that I roll away any stones that would keep people um, from experiencing life change and coming to Jesus. Yeah. I love that Clint, that not only do you know hope church DNA, but that you love hope church DNA. And I know that you'll be able to pass those things on uh, to the other churches that God allows us to serve with and work with and plant. By the way, I do have to ask you this. When we finally have like, a Hope Church, Honolulu, Hawaii, how how much are we going to have to beg you to go and serve alongside of them and help them? I don't know. That's really going to be tough. I, I don't, I don't know if you could even talk me into it. I just, I don't know. I, but, you know, maybe the gospel is, is, you know, powerful enough to compel me to, to go. I, I, I just, you, you would probably have to just speak the word and then I would, I'm sure be volunteering to go. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure that church plant will probably need at least, at least twelve consecutive months of help. Um, I'm at sure least. that's what. Yeah, I can see you trying to sell that now. <laughs> uh, well, Clint, not only are you working to help uh, the other Hope Church locations, but uh, Kelsey has also joined in on saying, "I'm willing to step up, and I'm willing to serve in a way that." that thinks about the other locations. And so there's some of that happening and Kelsey's joining me here now uh, to make a little surprise appearance on the Hope Life podcast. And uh, Kelsey can tell you what she's doing right now, even with regard to Christmas and some things that we're setting up so that going forward, all of the Hope Church locations will have access to what's being created here and developed here and done here. I think that's going to be exciting. So Kelsey, why don't you share with everyone what you're doing and how that will also not only just include the area of social media and some of those things, but worship ministry and everything. So as our, I like to call myself our creative director because a lot of responsibilities fall under my umbrella with coming up with creative ways to enhance our service times, um, our musical arrangements, our social media and graphic design and networking in that way. Um, But 1 Peter 4 calls us to use our gifts to serve one another. And so part of serving one another in the family of Hope Church is going to be using the gifts that God has given me to share my abilities in graphic design and music and things of that nature with church locations that may not have the staff to be able to do it right now. And so one of the things you've just done is you've set up something called Dropbox. Um, I loved it last week. We were having a conversation at the pastor's retreat about Dropbox. And my dad said, what is a Dropbox? 
So why don't you explain to everyone what's available now that hasn't been in the past that you and Clint are working together to make available? So Dropbox is a Google platform. Um, It has the ability to store and share different files and stuff like that. So you can log in through your Gmail account and you can access different um, files, Word documents, um, graphics that we will upload um, on that platform. Um, So Clint will be able to share links to that and our other Hope Church locations will be able to access it. So already you're putting Christmas backgrounds in there, Christmas graphics that they'll be able to use on Facebook, Instagram, uh, that they'll be able to play during their services, that they'll be able to use as a background on their screens. And that's that's just the start of it, isn't it? Yes. And so I'm really glad that uh, this team is saying, hey, not only are we going to serve the family of Hope Church Danville, but we're also going to serve the entire family of Hope Church. And, and Clint, I, said, I think that says something about the hearts of the people that serve on this team in Danville, because it's not just you and Kelsey, but it's also Ginger who takes on more responsibility and has conversations about the business side of, of Hope Church and this family and this organization. And it's also Jonathan who's saying, you know, I'll work alongside of youth pastors and and student ministry pastors to help them have a more effective student ministry strategy. And then this week, you know, Evelyn saying, I'll step up and do all that I can to help make children's ministry efficient and effective and available for everyone. Uh, Clint, what does that say to you with regard to this amazing team that God's put together? Yeah, so for me, uh, I, like I've I've shared with you before, I, I think we have an amazing team here. I think uh God has really blessed us with uh just an amazing staff. But to me what that that says is that our we have a group that that values the gospel above all else, that we believe um that the gospel is worth our investment, is worth our time, that it's uh worth all of this for us to put all this effort into because we believe that through our hard work and all the things that we're doing that we're going to see fruit uh, from this, that we're going to see people's lives changed. We're going to see uh, disciples made. We're going to see the gospel spread. And so I just think it speaks to everyone's commitment to to the message of the gospel and ultimately to Jesus himself. Amen. And that's that's a great note to end on because the only reason we're planting churches is to advance the gospel. Uh, None of us are getting rich from this. Uh, As a matter of fact, we're serving the entire family of Hope Church, and we're not making more money for it. I think we have to truly believe that uh, God has a reward for us in eternity. And, and, you know, it's not that we labor for that, but Clint, I do think sometimes um, it's a blessing to know that God is gracious enough to give us that kind of hope. And uh, I'm just so glad that we're able to serve together. I look forward to uh, being able to bring you more updates and constant updates about what God is doing in this family that he seems to be growing uh, called Hope Church. And we're glad that you're a part of it. And our prayer is that that the best days are ahead and that uh, what we've seen God do already will uh, be far surpassed by what we will see God do 
in the future. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Hope Life Podcast. Please stay safe. Um, I know there's so many people who are afraid of COVID-19. I think um, there is justifiable reasons to be concerned. Please stay safe. For those of you whose lives have been impacted by it, just know that you're in our prayers. Uh, We're a big family. We need to be praying for one another because there's constantly things going on in this family that require us going before God's throne of grace so that we can find help and grace during our time of need. So thank you for being a part of this episode of the Hope Life Podcast, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking to you again soon. God bless as you continue to live the Hope Life.